Hello, hello, hello. Big D here on a Friday. And you know what that means. It's time for a Football Friday edition of the Big D podcast, which you can see today on the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. Please check out all my videos, <laughs> whether it be me running, football, NASCAR, soccer, whatever. Check them out. Check it out. The great interview with Kelly and Phoenix yesterday. Also check out the Big Beat podcast on Spotify and Apple. So I can't believe it. It's divisional playoff week in the National Football. And uh, this is getting ready to be one of the craziest weekends that any f- football fan has seen. Not just with the teams left but maybe more incredibly with the incredible talent of quarterback play left. I mean, we've got legends, superstars, up-and-comers, and and guys looking to break through. And uh, I don't think there's, there's been many weekends where there's been this amount of quarterback talent in just four games. There have been weekends where – been great quarterback plays. I mean, you can remember a few years ago with what three M. I think they were what three MVPs on in one day. There've been multiple MVPs <clears throat> in the same game, but this talent is just un is unbelievable. And uh, at at number one, I know what you're thinking. Who am I picking at number one? Well, he worked out pretty well last week. Let's see. Josh Allen threw one, two, three, four, five touchdowns, and one, two, three, four incompletions. 21 of 25 for five touchdowns. And the best cold weather performance I've ever seen in my life. What? You kidding me? Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns in against Bill Belichick. The Bills literally played a perfect game. Didn't punt. Didn't kick a field goal. Didn't commit a tournament. How does that happen in negative windship? It does if you Josh Allen though. Oh, and on top of it, he rushed for sixty-six yards. I'm telling you, they're 6'6", 230, run like a deal, throw the ball 90 yards down the field. I don't think there's been many quarterbacks for that kind of potential. I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm not even sure John Elway possessed that kind of arm. And trust me, Bronco fans remember how strong John Elway's arm was in the 80s and 90s. But Josh Allen, to me, is on top of the quarterback rankings based on potential and what he can do for a game. Number two is easy, Tom Brady. Let's see. Tom Brady has only lost one division round playoff game, and that was to the New York Jets a decade or so ago when the Jets went on went to back-to-back AFC championship appearances under Rex Ryan 
and uh, Mark Sanchez, but see, Tom Brady has got more playoff wins than any but than all the other playoff quarterbacks combined. He's throwing five thousand yards, he never lose during the division round. Seven Super Bowl rings, ten Super Bowls, and capable of winning a historic and maybe crazy eighth Super Bowl. I mean, what's there not to like? Now, sure, Tampa, Tampa's road to the Super Bowl this year a little different than last year. No, Chris Godwin, no Antonio Brown. Maybe Leonard Fournette coming back on Sunday, but still, Tom, Tom TB12 is it's like fine wine. He's he's almost getting better with age. Number three, uh, I can't believe I'm putting him number three for what he's accomplished in his short NFL career. But Patrick Mahomes, I mean, what he, Patrick Mahomes has done, particularly at home in the playoffs, is incredible. I mean, look what he did last week. He threw for four yards and five touchdowns, become setting a record with his four four hundred yard five touchdown game, breaking a record with Dan Marino, Peyton Manning, and Joe Montana, who all racked up way more stars than Mahomes has done. So, let's see: Montana Hall of Famer, Manning Hall of Famer. Marino Hall of Famer. Mahomes? Hmm. Guess it's good to be him. <laughs> One Moon Hall of Famer? So maybe M should be the name of the last name of quarterbacks. But, but uh, you know how many touchdowns Patrick Mahomes has thrown at home in the playoffs? And that was last week. And he's still performing yards and five touchdowns. So we know what Mahomes is capable of doing. He's already won a Super Bowl, played in another. This guy, this guy amazes me with what he does on the football field. I mean, backward, I mean, left-handed throws, sideways throws, up the wall, whatever. I mean, Mahomes is Mahomes will amaze you three or four times during the game. And number four. May surprise you a little bit, but how do you, how do you not like what Joe Burrow has done in his last three starts? I mean, he might be a second year quarterback, but Joe Burrow is not looking like a second year quarterback. He's looking like a ten year vet, and his connection with Jamal Chase is second to maybe nobody right now. But what Burrow can do. For a young Bengal team without a great offense line and a whole lot of experience is still. Because what I see with Burrow is a maturing, wicked, constructing, constructing a capable offense. Now, sure, do the Bengals have experience? No. But do the Bengals have the capabilities of being anybody? Yes. I mean, since then, they became. Kansas City, they beat, heck, the Bengals beat Tennessee last year, and you and I guarantee you, Tennessee remembered that game. So, but I mean, I really like the way Burrow finished the season. He 
played really well in his playoff debut. And whether the Bengals win or lose tomorrow, I think Joe Burrow's got all the potential. Now, yes, everybody's going to complain about me. Why is Aaron Rodgers number five? Because it's not necessarily because of what Aaron Rodgers can or can't do. But I look at what offense he's run. He's got maybe the best play call and head coach in the league in Matt LaFleur. He's got the best wide receiver, probably the best route runner in football right now, Devontae Adams. He's got a bevy of running backs in A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. And yes, people will say, well, he played. He played the strong. He played against the AFC North. He played against against Mahomes, which, oddly enough, Rodgers missed that game. But to me, when I look at Green Bay's offense, I don't see Rodgers aggressive enough. I don't see Rodgers going up, going up the field. I see him more safe. Not saying that's bad, because Aaron Rodgers touched on the turn. To interception ratios through the roof. I mean, 111 pass rates, 37 touchdowns, four picks. Not lost a game at Lambeau Field this year. Going to win, probably going to win another MVP. Shocker this year, but we've seen Aaron Rodgers struggle. I mean, he's what? 0-3 against the Niners in his playoff career and what and uh, not really played well in any of those. Now, sure, much different circumstance. Green Bay's coming off a bye. The Packers should be the healthiest they've been all year. San Francisco's traveling on a short week. Andrew Lambeau, there could be negative windshields again tomorrow night, which means maybe less Rodgers and more of a running game. So, yes, I think Aaron Rodgers is great. He's going to win an MVP. But might not he be that needed tomorrow night and maybe more of the running game. And six is uh, Matthew Stafford. And finally, he can remove the playoff monkey off his back because Matt Stafford has finally got his first playoff. Woohoo! So... Yes, he only threw the ball 17 times last week. But maybe more importantly, Bagel in the interception column. So more efficient. The Rams used running game and great defense to sign me Kyler in the corners on Monday night. Now the task gets harder against Brady and the Bucks. So the question is, what Matt Stafford did we get? Because he, if he throws, uh, Stafford threw eight picks in his last four games. If he throws two picks on Sunday, the Rams are in trouble. The Rams are in trouble. So maybe a more efficient, more less dependent Stafford gives the Rams a chance of winning. But we'll see what happens just up the road. Seven, uh, Ryan Tanner. People may not realize this, but the Tennessee Times got the number one seed and Derrick Henry missed half the year. How the Titans got the number one seeds beyond me. I mean, Mike Faber did a great coaching job. But Ryan Tanner's capable quarterback. I mean, look what he did week 18 against the Texans. He won the game. It wasn't a running game. It wasn't Deontay Foreman running. It was Moon Tannehill. 
And I like this Tennessee offense. I think A.J. Brown's a great receiver. I think Julio Jones has got something to prove. He Julio Jones has done everything caught. Tons of passes, touchdowns, but he wants that Super Bowl ring. And even if Tanner's not throwing, he can still – how many times do you see Tanner get a two, three-yard bootleg for a touchdown? So Tanner gives you that run, that dual threat option. So, yeah, Tanner might not throw much tomorrow night against Cincinnati, but I think he can be pretty dang efficient. And number eight, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean <laughs> – be honest, I think 49er fans are happy. I have they're even playing, but do you realize how well Jim how many wins Jimmy Garoppolo has gotten away from Levi Stadium? I think his road record is 20 and 6. You know, you know who that's better than? Joe Montana. You know who's the only guy with a better road winning percentage? Oh yeah, Pattern Mahomes. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is a capable quarterback. It just can he avoid the turnovers? Can he avoid the mistakes? Because that turnover last weekend almost cost cost the Niners the game. So, um, yeah, San Francisco won in Arlington last week, but now you're going to Green Bay. The Packers don't beat themselves to penalties. Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw mistakes, and the Niners are banged up, and they're going to be three freezing their buns in Lambeau Field tomorrow. So, if Jimmy G can step up tomorrow night, the Niners have got a chance of winning. But we'll see what happens. So, my quarterback rankings are Josh Allen, TP12, Mahomes, Burrow, Rodgers, Stafford, Tannehill, and Jimmy G. If you disagree with them. Shoot me, shoot me an email, DM, tweet, Facebook, whatever. But don't TikTok me. <laughs> and now under my picks this weekend. To be honest, last weekend's games were fairly easy to predict. Beyond, but uh, this weekend's games are difficult because you've got really close games. You've got quarterbacks. And each team left has got a capable coach. I mean, you you're not you won't you're not playing on doing the vigilant on the vigilant round the round playoff game without a competent head coach. So all these coaches are really close. But starting in Nashville tomorrow with the Bengals in Tennessee, I like Tennessee. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. But um, I really think ten. I really think. Tennessee wins this game. First off, the Titans are coming off a bye, so an extra week to prepare for this game. But maybe more importantly than the bye, than just the bye, Sarah Henry's back in the line. So the best running back in football, arguably, will be ready to rumble for the Titans tomorrow. And yes, when Derrick Henry soon up the first half of the season, nobody could stop him. And if there's one problem in Cincinnati, it's line play. It's offensive and defensive line play. I think you I think you can I think you can pressure Joe Burrow defensively and offensively. Tennessee's offensive line should be able to control the game. So I think Tennessee with 
Oh, crap. And A.J. Brown it will be interesting, but... So I think we just went through a technical glitch for a minute, but if Derrick Henry's running the ball well, and Cano's throwing the A.J. Brown and Julio on play action, Titans can control the game. And what I like about Tennessee's defense is the Titans can touch you, and and I think Tennessee matches up okay against Jamal Chase, Higgins, and Boyd. I think Tennessee can really pressure Burrow because, to me, if there's one problem since Cincinnati, the Bengals cannot protect Joe Burrow. And if Cincinnati's going to win this game, that Bengal offense line is going to have to perform well tomorrow because Tennessee will come after him. And you know that crowd in Nashville will be engaged. I think Tennessee wins this game. Yes, the Bengals finally won their first playoff game in 31 years, but you don't beat a really good team with Mike Williams as a head coach on the road the next week. I think I think it's a I think the Bengals are a year away from being a genuine Super Bowl contender. I like Tennessee, and then the more nice San Francisco Green Bay when I. Watching the 49ers play last week, I'm like, they could Sam Francisco win the Green Bay, but the more I thought about this game, I don't see Aaron Rodgers losing. First off, the Packers are getting a couple key guys back. David Bakhtiari should be back. Jerry Alexander, Sedoria Smith, Randall Cobb. So the Packers are getting healthier and healthier, while Sam Francisco may or may not be 100%. Jimmy Garoppolo's already got a couple. He's got, what, an elbow and a shoulder injury. Nick Bolster's coming back from a concussion. And Fred and Warner, the outstanding middle backers, got a bum ankle. All three should play them all, but the Lions are banged up. Secondly, and Packers don't, at least this year, the Packers don't lose that lamb. 8-0. Aaron Rodgers has looked basically invincible. You can't you can't stop Rodgers through Devontae Adams. To be honest, the only way Samson can win this game is by running the snot out of the ball. I don't think I don't think Samson's stopping Green Bay. Samson's secondary worries me. Why the Cowboys didn't give ZD Stephen Lamb more than one catch is being why didn't why the Cowboys didn't throw the CB Lamb more last week befuddles me, but I don't but guarantee you uh yeah Kyle, go pack go, but um I'm talking about your Packers right now, but um I really like Green Bay to win them all. Rodgers is better quarterback and uh I think Green I think Green Bay's got a chip on his shoulder. Get a playoff win over San Francisco. And make sure Aaron Rodgers is playing in a conference championship game and or the Super Bowl. And now Sunday. And now the <laughs> these Sunday games are two of the greatest division around matchups I've I've ever seen. I really went back and forth over who who's going to win both games. But to be perfectly honest, I think the Rams win in Tampa. And yes, everything's against the Rams. Matt Stafford's only won one playoff game. 
short wing, West Coast team traveling east. But, LA won week three. And in that game, I believe Tom Brady was sacked three times. The Bucks offense line is not 100%. Ryan Jensen looked like he'll play, but probably won't be 100%. Tristan Wolves, the great right tackle, may or may not play with that high ankle sprain. And let's see. You've got Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and Von Miller. Ouch. I think for the Rams to win this game, it's going to be a lot of pressure. Remember, Philly sacked for Tom Brady four times last week. If Tom Brady's under the rest and that quick passing game's not working, LA can win this game. Secondly, yes, I think Leonard Fournette's going to play. But how effective will he be with three or four weeks coming off a bad hamstring? Because we've seen guys not, not look themselves off a hamstring. And then, yes. L.A. only threw the ball, what, 17 times last week? Listen, teams don't – there's a reason why Tampa faces, what, more passes than anybody because you can't run on Tampa. So it's a question what Matthew Stafford can deliver. If it's the bad Matthew Stafford from, what, the San Francisco-Minnesota game, L.A.'s got no chance. But if it's the Matthew Stafford from early in the year, I think the Rams can win. And I'm not sure how the Bucs are going to match up against Cooper Cup. I think L.A. wins it in a go-either-way game. I think this is a game that both teams – that it would not surprise me if Tampa wins. Yes, Tampa's a favorite, but I think the Rams are capable of going on the road and winning. And then last but not least, if you saw – if you saw the uh, pattern, the uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes picture, picture, thank you, Canva. But um, there's a reason why I I picked this, why this game's on Sunday night. I mean, I don't remember many division round games with this kind of stall pound. I mean, obviously Manning and Brady in 15, 16, 17 years ago, but you've got two guys who will be run who will be lining up NFL stadiums for the next decade. I mean, Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes are doing it, are doing so much for their teams right now. But remember, Buffalo won this game and convincingly week five. Here's the thing with Buffalo this year. When the Bills win this year, they usually destroy teams. Last week against New England. When Buffalo's in a close game, Week one against Pittsburgh. Week nine against Jacksonville. Week six, I think week six against Tennessee. The first New England game, the Tampa overtime game, the Bills lose. So the Bills have got a little bit of that knockout flavor where if they win, it's usually a knockout. But if you can survive, you win. So... Chances are this game's going to be close. So Buffalo win. It'll probably be a close one. But I, I've got a feeling. I've, I just have got a feeling the Bills win this one. Yes, they were. For some reason, 
I think this year, Josh Allen and the Bills take that next step. We've seen young quarterbacks take the next step from the veteran round, conference championship, and then Super Bowl. I think this is the year. I think Josh Allen has got a little more, a little more running capability. And I think the, yes, Arrowhead's a difficult place to play and weather shouldn't be a factor. Woo! But I think Buffalo's got a little more offense. And I th- what I see with the Bills this year is a team capable of winning. And I'm telling you, the key in this game is going to be depth and single tip. Because the depth and single tip is running and catching passes from Josh Allen. I think he may be just enough of an X factor where the Bills can win. Yes. If I were betting the game, I mean, it seems weird that the Chiefs only won a point and one, one and a half point, two point favor when generally a home team gets three. But I think Vegas, is, but Vegas and I are seeing the same thing that the Bills might be, might be that team you don't want to play. Plus, unlike in previous years where the two seed always got to buy, both teams are coming in. Playing off wild card weekend. Yes, Josh Allen is streaky. But you could also say Patrick Mahomes is streaky because we've seen him struggle many times. Week five against Buffalo was prime example of Josh Allen hurling defenders while Mahomes struggling. So I think the Bills win this game. I think it's a shootout. I mean, if it's high 20s, 30s, the score, score wouldn't surprise me, but I think Buffalo's winning. So on Saturday, I like both home teams, the Titans and Packers. And on Sunday, I like both road teams, the Rams and the Bills. <laughs> you imagine you imagine an NFC title game where it's, Green Bay, where it's LA and Green Bay on AFC Championship, Buffalo and Tennessee? Ooh. I mean, I know most people want to see like Patton Mahomes against Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. But this is going to be a crazy weekend. Can't wait to see it. See it. I hope these games are assigned. Hopefully we don't get any snooze bags like, like for the games for last week. But uh, can't wait to see these games. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, check it out on the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. You never know what to expect, and I'll see you later.